Previously on Those Were the Days. You're about to enter another dimension. It doesn't matter that that part is impossible. Don't worry about it. It's over there. We talked about this, Annabelle. I wrote down, I'm on Tina's side. The voice of Rod Serling is indelible. Amy and I were on the same page with that one. Buzz Lightyear, mission log. You never know when late night welding is going to happen. <laughs> He's some kind of um, psycho. And takes it to his uh, torture chamber in the back of the house. Men will literally let their insecurities about their infertility manifest in the form of a murderous doll, living doll belonging to their stepdaughter rather than go to therapy. Those Were the Days is filmed before a live internet audience. Good evening and welcome into Those Were the Days. It's the show where we take a look back at some classic television through the modern lens. It's the holiday season, and so, as such, we're going to kick off some a run of some holiday episodes. And what better holiday to start with than a Thanksgiving episode? And what better show to talk about Thanksgiving with than Friends? I'm here with my friends, and we're going to talk about a group of friends in New York City. Uh, but but I do need all of my friends here. So first, we have uh, the, the one who always has a witty one-liner, Audie. So I'm just sitting here pretending to watch the game so I don't have to help set up at all. I'm a genius. Just got a shout out every once in a while and they think I'm super into it. Go! Go! It doesn't always work though. Apparently nobody needs that much sleep or nobody eats that or eats that flipping slow or it doesn't take that long to get up here from the coffee shop. And especially you can't stay in the bathroom that long otherwise they think something's actually wrong with you. Oh, well, this Green Bay Mermaids game is going awesome. (laughs) The one who's doing all of the cooking, Amy. So in watching older television, there's always going to be things that come up that are a little questionable through today's lens. And um, ooh, was was not expecting a Subway sandwich ad to just really, (laughs) really set a tone. (laughs) And the one who's wearing his Thanksgiving pants, it's Steven. You know, there's no better way to really date your show and make sure it's locked into a certain era than make sure you do some stunt casting of one of your cast members and their spouse, who are definitely going to be together forever and not have any sort of terrible, terrible public knockdown, drag-out divorce proceeding to taint the entire history of an episode of your wonderful show oh man definitely get everybody together ben affleck and j-lo brad pitt and jennifer aniston you know all the couples that we know stuck together through i guess the ben affleck and j-lo thing is kind of you know it is what it is but anyway this is about friends it's about being there for you uh whether it's your day your week your month or even your year uh friends get some excellent uh, yeah, we are we are talking about Friends, specifically Season 8, Episode 9, The One with the Rumor. Um, I will say that of, like, there are better Thanksgiving episodes, but there mm-hmm. is no show that did more really good Thanksgiving episodes. Like, yes. now we've got Bob's Burgers that has it on lockdown, but... Nobody did it like Friends. There's so many good things. Like, when it, when I saw it was a Friends Thanksgiving episode, I was like, oh, there's so many good <laughs> ones. There were, there were a ton to choose from. So before we get too much into the episode, I want to know, starting with Amy, what is your history with Friends? I don't necessarily know. Like, I, I don't think it was, like, appointment television. Like, I, I mm. remember it because I, I remember... I remember when Rachel had the baby because uh, the guy I was dating at the time, his mom was really excited that she named the baby Emma because his sister's name was Emma. And she was like, I knew it. I knew she was going to name it Emma. That's just – it's just the best. <laughs> and I was like, okay. All right. Calm down, Debbie. Um, I, I, I've i definitely – it's definitely fallen into the streaming, like, comfort show, right? And it's less comfortable. I mean, it's it's not cringy like The Office can be, which mm-hmm. is built on cringe. 
but it is a little harder to just put on because then you're like, oh, that, mm, it's not great. Uh, it's a little, mm. but there's more good than not good in it. Um, so I've done, like, I feel like I would do okay at Friends Trivia Night, you know? Like, I, I would do all right. Sure. If I was on a team. <laughs> Steven, how about you? Uh, man, this, this hit, it was like a cultural zeitgeist. I was like, you know, it was 94 when this came mm-hmm. out. I was nine at the time. So like, it was there for my formative teenage years. Uh, so you would think I would be in the living room watching it with my parents who watched it all the time, but no, where was <laughs> I? All in the family and happy days was on. I was watching wonder years, like friends. Oh, yeah. What the devil? Like I remember it because you couldn't avoid it. Yeah, uh, it was it was a cultural phenomenon. It's one of those shows that, like, kind of like How I Met Your Mother was, but like to a greater degree. Like it was mm-hmm. it was up in the you couldn't miss it. Better, yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, it was better. Uh, but I mean, and you had T-shirts of we were on a break and all this stuff. Like I mean, there's phrases pivot. How many times you moved <laughs> and you've yelled pivot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, there's very few shows that do that, that submit themselves in the culture like that. Like Seinfeld, you know, is another one that was a just top tier. Uh, we're going to make sure everything we write is just going to stick in your brain forever. Yeah. So Friends was there. I, I remember it. I remember my parents watching it. I just, I was, I was 20 years in the past. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> watching. I'm going to watch my shows. You know, <laughs> the good stuff. Back when TV was great. <laughs> the Jeffersons is on, Mom. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, on brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Audie, how about you? What's your history with Friends? Well, I would say a lot like Amy and Steven did not start out as appointment television for me, but it was impossible to avoid because, mm-hmm. like Steven said, it was such a cultural zeitgeist. Like, it was everywhere. Um. It was hard to avoid it all. And then um, then I got married to one of the biggest fans of Friends I have ever met. <laughs> and early in our marriage, I got her the full box collection DVD set. And so the number of times that has been played through in our house, the number of times that has been played through <laughs> in our house. It was like unavoidable. And mm-hmm. recently we started watching it together as our show to watch. So um, I'm actually watching through it now, beginning to end. We just got to the part after Ross got married to Emily. Mm, okay. Got married uh-huh. to Emily. Uh-huh. Hashtag said Rachel. Um, so we're at that part in the show now but i mean i've again i've seen so much of it because of what julia had watched anyways and i could not watch could not watch it so there's so much of it i knew anyways so yeah and it was the thing like if you turned on tbs like it was just on yeah you'd be like you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's two o'clock in the afternoon oh like friends is on till 8 30 once it was in syndication and stuff (laughs) yeah yeah, I'm I'm in a similar boat. It wasn't uh, an appointment viewing thing for me, but it was impossible to escape. Uh, it was one of those things. that was just like it was talked about all the time too. Like not only was it everywhere, but it was it was at top of mind. It was it was up there with Seinfeld in a show that everyone knew. Yeah, and you like six degrees of separation. It was like two degrees. You couldn't go two people away from yourself without finding somebody who was a fan of Friends. And the show was just top of the ratings and all sorts of crazy stuff like that. Um, I always uh, wanted to, I didn't watch it a ton, but when I did watch it, I always wanted to be like Chandler, Uh Uh, but I ended up being more of a Ross. Um, I was the awkward (laughs) one that never was as funny as I thought I was. Um, What's that? But at the time it was on, I could eat like Joey. So yeah, there there was that. Which had, um, yeah, had its own thing this episode. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned it, but the show began in 1994, ran until 2004. Uh, there were 10 seasons and uh, 234 episodes. So a little bit about the show. Uh, it was originally going to be titled uh, Friends Like Us. There was also uh, a couple other titles were Six of One, um, Across the Hall, and Insomnia Cafe. I don't like any of those. 
No, um, they're all terrible. No. They're not good. I did see it is. I did see a video that was the original opening with Friends Like Us um, as the title, and they actually set it to REM's Shiny Happy People for the pilot. Um, Mm. And then when it got picked up as a series, that's when they wrote the song. um, And it was the producers, uh, the two head creators that wrote the song the Rembrandts recorded that became a number one smash hit. Like, that was another part of it is you could not. Yeah. That song was. Yeah. Everywhere. You could put it on and anyone age like 30 up, like you could be anywhere and that song comes on and it's just like being activated like a sleeper agent. You got to do the claps. (laughs) And it's weird when you you listen to it and it doesn't have the clapping in there (laughs) and you want to do the clapping. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And and we talked about this a million times, like theme songs matter. It seems like the greatest shows that have ever been made have killer Theme songs, they're things like you rush from the bathroom. You're like, oh, crap. Friends is on. I'm going to miss the beginning. Well, And I was thinking about this watching this one. Like, just Mm -hmm. they never change the theme song other than cutting it shorter a little bit. And that's it. And, like, that's amazing. For ten freaking seasons, like, before Friends, we were watching New Girl. And what they did to that theme song over the course of the seasons it's like they had this nice song and then they truncated it and then they just kind of like let's just use the music and bleh. it was like you did well, dirty to your theme song there in 94 yeah. when this show came out there was a bit of a swing towards having less and less theme music and kind of openings and shows and then yeah this show came out and the song became a number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100 and played on the radio everywhere. And they were like, well, I guess we're keeping uh, longer themes now. And mm-hmm. went, you know, stayed with it. Because, like, Seinfeld had a... That, that was a few years earlier, but, like, the trend was going away from that. And this stopped that trend for a while. Yeah. Um, you couldn't have wrote a, a theme song for Seinfeld, though. That show... No. It's it's almost mm. like if you put a theme song on that, it broke the whole thing they were trying to do. So yeah. you, like they could only do slap bass or synthesize or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. But then you eventually got to your Breaking Bad where it's like, bow, wow, 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 and that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, great intro. But that works, too. It really, I think it depends on the on the show. It does. You know, whether you need a theme or not. Yeah, because like but you're uh, right. Like Home Improvement didn't have much of a theme. It had the uh, you know in the yeah. little thing, but it wasn't yeah. like catchy. But it still got your attention. But it yeah. was a it it's it's got that guitar riff that you just know that's Home Improvement. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and the sounds of drills and whatnot mm-hmm. shoved mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, <laughs> um, it, it's just it's interesting how like the openings of shows can vary so much from era to era too. Because I look at something like Psych, which came out later in the 2000s, and that had a whole song like this that's very catchy um, that I really like. But then around the same time as a show like Fringe, which had basically no, like the opening was just the Fringe logo for 10 seconds and then move on mm-hmm. with the show. So it just depends on the show and depends on the era. Um, mm-hmm. So let's see. Uh, a couple other kind of interesting things I found was the uh, Matt LeBlanc, apparently showed up on uh, the day of his audition for Joey with a big cut on his face. And according to the trivia, it's because he fell and landed on the edge of a sharp toilet seat. I have issue with that because why in the world would you have a sharp toilet seat of anything within your home that should not be sharp? It is the toilet seat. Uh, you're living in an apartment as a struggling actor in New York or LA. I mean, <laughs> you're gonna take what you can get. That's I think I think it's very likely your toilet is sharp. You're lucky it's not lined with needles. You know, <laughs> well, sometimes those toilet seats that are cushiony, that seam can be kind of sharp. Oh, yeah. mm. oh you're at grandma's house where it's like mm-hmm. a vinyl toilet seat cover. Exactly. It's got a like, cut in it. Hated that. It just stabs you right in the behind. Uh. Apparently, when he got, um, he also when he was uh, cast, he had like eleven dollars to his name, and the first thing he bought was a hot meal, which is great <laughs> oh God, because that's yes. literally just Joey. Yeah, like yeah. that's his it entire is. character is that he has eleven dollars <laughs> and is just hoping to get a job. Pretty much. Um, 
I also thought it was kind of neat. I did not know this uh, at all. The refrigerators on the two uh, apartment sets worked. Mm-hmm. They were working nice. refrigerators. Nice. They kept the yeah. one in Monica's apartment stocked with like water and stuff for cr- casting crew while they were filming. And the other one would be mostly empty unless they actually were going to see the inside of it. And then they would put stuff in there. But I thought that was kind of cool. Probably mostly empty because it was the boys' apartment. Also that. Right, yeah. They had mustard. Um, So catchphrases were a big thing, obviously, in sitcoms in general. This show had a lot of them. Um, them. Like, every character had one. Interesting thing, though. What is probably – for Amy, for you, what is the most – uh, memorable catchphrase from Friends. Like, if you think of Friends, How what do you, you think doing? of? How you doing? Okay. So we got a Joey there. Uh-huh. Steven. I, I mean, I you mentioned know. you mentioned know. Pivot, which is a great one. And it pivot? Is. Sure. <laughs> if that's counted as a catchphrase for Ross, then yeah. We were it's on a memorable. break. Yeah. Uh, was a big one that people would use. Mm-hmm. Uh, Audie, what's something that pops to mind for you, like, right away? Uh, other than how you doing, just the... <laughs> uh, face together yeah. for doing yes. the finger instead of actually doing the yeah, finger for, on prime for the time. audio listeners uh audi bang the insides of his hands together mm-hmm. as uh, they swear. you know what it is uh, if you've seen the show you know yeah, yeah i did that, there's an episode where monica like monica's out of work and so she makes the jam plan where she's gonna go to the <laughs> go to the fruit market in the morning and get fruit and she's gonna make jam and and i that episode becomes more and more relevant to me mm. as years go by. I'm like, yes, the jam plan is correct. Let's I tell you, one thing that, that caught me off guard actually watching it through was how long it took for them to actually get to Smelly Cat in the series. Yeah. Like, I thought oh, that was wow. going to, I thought that was something that came like way farther in the front of the series, and it did not. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought that was like a season one, two thing. Well, no, and you would think, like, you would think How You Doing would be from season one on. That didn't start until season four. Wow. Which, that one really threw me, because I just thought that was, like, a Joey thing from the beginning. Yeah. Um, I also, yeah, Chandler's uh, just inserting, like, could I be anymore, whatever, mm-hmm. um, yeah. was always good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also, um, I found this really interesting. All six main actors and actresses, are in every single episode of the show. All of them are in all 234 huh. episodes. Uh, in the opening credits, they, their names are shown in alphabetical order, and it just happens to line up both the three girls and then the three guys. Also, huh. it just happens to go from shortest to tallest, which I thought was kind of <laughs> cool. That's funny. <laughs> That's cool trivia. All right. I'm remembering um, that. They, uh, they made... A lot of money on this show. Uh, the, the main <laughs> oh, actors really? started off, uh, the six of them made about 22000 or is it 2200 I think, or $22,000 an episode. Um, by season nine, they were making a million dollars per episode produced. Mm-hmm. And they all made the same. They actually negotiated as a group starting in like season three or four. Uh, instead of in like NBC liked and the producers liked doing individual contracts and they said no we're yeah. we're going to do as a group so they would negotiate as a group and it was very important for the creators that all six of them have equal uh play in the series so they actually would chart and make sure of who had you know numbers of lines and jokes and things and try to keep that as even as possible throughout and it was a very ensemble cast for that reason yeah. which is why it's you can identify so much with one or so or multiple of the characters because it didn't become a family matters right where it was like about one thing but then urkel mm-hmm. takes over and the cast didn't want that either like it wasn't there was they they all were friends like literally they were a, a close-knit group of friends and they wanted to which keep which is that good because i cannot handle another laverne and shirley incident no i can't <laughs> no i'm sorry amy yeah. that's gonna hurt you forever <laughs> In, they, in fact, they were such a tight-knit group. Uh, according to Tom Selleck, when he would be on for his recurring role, uh, he's like he felt mm. like an outcast. He felt like an outsider uh, <laughs> amongst the cast because they were all just, they had their, like their little clique, um, which I thought was so neat. That's but, such a that, that's such a cool thing because all I can think about is like actors and egos. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Like it sounds to me like they just were able to remove the superstar ego from the equation for this show for them. Yeah. You know, and just like, oh, no, we were all making $11 a 
working at McDonald's before we landed <laughs> this gig. Like, we're in it together. That's really cool. There's not, like, somebody who's a veteran of television. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it yeah. helps, too. They're all young. They're all 20-somethings when they start the show. And yeah. they're all relative unknowns at that point. I mean, obviously, Matt LeBlanc hadn't done a ton before that, um, if he's only got $11 to his name. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston had done like leprechaun. leprechaun and that was about it. Yeah. That was, yeah. that was honestly about it. Like Courtney Cox had been acting for a little while. Um, mm-hmm. as far back as things like, uh, like he man and the masters of the universe. Um, yeah, but she was a but, regular on family ties at one point too. Cause that's right. Oh. She was Alex's girlfriend. Um, oh. actually Aniston was on another show at the same, that debuted the same year. And, there was talk that they were going to have to like pay a bunch to do extra shoots to involve her and friends, and the producer was fine. An NBC executive was liked her enough in the show that he was willing to do it, and then the other show she was on, name I don't remember, got canceled. So then she was able to to continue on with friends, and it, mm-hmm. you know. and and I think too, not only them getting along works; it obviously makes the chemistry of the show that much better. Um, but it also, from a business standpoint worked out for them because they could negotiate together and just keep upping that and making more money. And they were able to negotiate in to get residuals from syndication of this show, which was not typical at that time at all, unless you were like Jerry Seinfeld or somebody who had ownership of the show as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And the, the, Obviously, as Amy alluded to earlier with the fact that it was on all of the time, the show made insane amounts of money in syndication. So, Oh, yeah. like This, this show was like a, a sitcom co-op. Like, everybody's, <laughs> got a, everybody's got a slice of the pie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was That's it? pretty great. I saw some an article recently, the passing of Matthew Perry, that said something to the effect of he's made $20 million a year off the residuals alone. Wow. I could believe that. I mean, like if if God. it's some of the numbers I saw uh were in the hundreds of millions uh per year that it like brought in. So, I could yeah. s- totally see that if they especially if they negotiated properly, which it sounds like mm-hmm. they were pretty good at. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they did. I mean, good for them cuz some of them didn't really land a whole lot of extra yeah. after they did friends. Like I mean, you did stuff here and there like Lisa Kudrow, Romeo Michelle you know, high school reunion, like a couple mm-hmm. other things that I recall. But it's probably, yeah. the residuals are probably nice. Yeah, but some of them did more behind-the-camera work. I know Schwimmer was big into directing and stuff. And I think oh, Kudrow yeah. was, too. It's nice to not have to worry about Like, you can do yeah. whatever you oh, want yeah. now. Yeah, like, for sure. Good yeah. news. You can do whatever you want. You can make this cage your way through this. Like and, and honestly, like, if I won the lottery, I would uh, I would go to work without the fear that I needed to be at work. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the the success of this show, while you know, careers. I mean, Jennifer Aniston probably had the the biggest career. Her and Courtney Cox of anybody on the show in terms of like outside yeah. of Friends and name recognition. Um, but Matt LeBlanc is, uh, I think he's still currently doing Top Gear. Is he? Uh, is, wasn't he doing so. a sitcom too? Isn't he doing well, like Man, not Man of the House. I forgot what it's called. There was something. But he he had, had, of course, for a little bit. he had the spinoff, yeah. Joey, which only lasted two seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, his, his career Lost has been... in space. Yeah. yeah. That was during the run, though. That wasn't mm-hmm. post. <laughs> um, Great. But, uh... I mean, you know, they they all did stuff. Matthew Perry did work afterwards. Schwimmer has. It just, mm-hmm. I think it, it is nice to not have that worry of, like, oh, you yeah. have to have the next big thing. Like, you can basically say, yeah, I was in Friends, and there's your career. Yeah. And that's pretty damn good. Um, yeah. So, you know. It's uh, it's hard to break free of those characters, too, because like, even in is. Band of the Brothers, when David Schwimmer's playing that horrible colonel or whatever he was, and you're mm-hmm. watching him, and uh, you just can't help but see Ross from Friends. And, like, despite his angry demeanor, I'm still like, you're just Ross from Friends. Yeah. So I imagine yeah. that was hard to, to... So behind the camera might have been the best place to go. And yeah. They put and, themselves into those characters so much. Like, I saw... They did. What was it? The mm-hmm. Graham Norton show. There's a thing where Schwimmer's on there, and they're talking to... Um, 
uh, what's his name that played the Hulk? Um, Lou Ferrigno. Oh. No, the recent one. Uh, Edward Mark, Norton. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. And you, they put him on the spot that Mark Ruffalo's never watched Friends, and David Schwimmer's reaction is such a Ross thing. I'm like, holy crap, you are Ross. Like, okay. Yeah, and we've, we've talked about that with other, sit, especially sitcoms seem to have this uh, more than mm-hmm. anything, where the actors really get typecast. I mean, think of Julio White and everything he's done post- uh, family matters to try and not be known as Urkel. Um, yeah. And yet that's all he'll ever get. Or Brent Spiner famously being very, very crusty and angry with people at, uh, at conventions. He's softened. Which is think, just great bit. because it's just, what's that Tim Allen movie? He's just, Oh, um, galaxy quest. Galaxy, galaxy quest. quest. Yeah. It's just straight yeah. up that. <laughs> yeah. Backrap mm-hmm. Thar's hammer. <laughs> And like and uh. and I get it as an artist <laughs> sure. and an actor, it's got to be really difficult to just be like known for this one thing. But at the same time, you're also known. Uh, mm-hmm. You're a name yeah. and a face that people recognize. Which Leonard Nimoy went through that too, right? After right. Star Trek, he didn't sure. want to play Spock, and he eventually softened and came back, and he embraced it. Uh, and a lot of them will. A lot of actors will do that because what happens is they get upset about it, and then suddenly the the work starts drying up and the things and they're like, you know what? Maybe I should embrace this thing a little bit. Maybe it's mm-hmm. not as bad as I thought, but in the moment it can for be fifth, for $50 an autograph. I'll embrace a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, It's just more impressive when you see the ones that embrace it from the get go, like the whole cast of Lord yeah. of the Rings, like, Oh yeah. Oh, the yeah. way they gush yeah. about getting together cute. and making that. Yeah. Yeah. Katie Sackoff. She's, she's awesome. Anytime mm-hmm. she yeah. goes to a convention, she loves the crap out of people. She like, feels like they don't, they don't fake it. She's one of those that feels like one of us nerds that just got cast. And oh, yeah. Like, you yeah. know, embraces it and yeah. loves it as much as we would. Absolutely. Um, so this show had a lot of different. Uh, oh, uh, the unofficial kind of seventh cast member was James Michael Tyler as Gunther, the barista. Um, mm-hmm. He was the only other cast member to appear in every season of the show. Besides oh. the six. Oh, wow. Uh, he was in, uh, I think, like a hundred and something episodes, um, and he was not uh, naturally blonde. He dyed his hair right before showing up for the first episode that he was in because, like, he had a hairdresser friend that was messing around, and the producers loved it, and so he would bleach his hair for the next ten years uh, of his <laughs> life. Because you check out his IMDb photo, that don't look like Gunther at all. No, it does not. He's got it always dark hair me naturally. When checking it out. <laughs> it's like that's like when you find out that Zach Morris is actually like has dark hair. And you're yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Yep. What are you talking about? He's blonde. Nope. <clears throat> um some other notable guests were I mentioned Tom Selleck. Um and uh oh, yeah. the the one trivia bit I read uh, about him, I love this and I want it to be true, is the studio audience would cheer when he made his entrance oh, so sure much that true. they couldn't use it. So they had to reshoot <laughs> his entrances without a studio audience. Perfect. And yeah, I love I, that. <laughs> I do not doubt that for a second. It's just something great about that. Um, Tom Selleck was not a celebrity on my, like, I adore this person radar until we started doing this show. And he's been in, like, <laughs> so many conversations at this point. Like, I just love him. I just love him. <laughs> I'll watch anything with him in it. Yep. Oh, he's good. Well, I think it, it also goes to show how powerful the studio audience for Friends really was. Like, mm. I remember them talking about the whole thing with uh, Chandler and Monica. Like, they were planning on just having it be a couple episodes, and they split up. And then when the audience saw that and the reaction, like, if you, like, watch <laughs> the actual audience reaction before they cut it in the show, it's ridiculous. Like, they're sitting there for, like, five <laughs> minutes waiting for people to shut up. And, they were, and the writers were all like... Oh, I think we've got something here. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We did it. Uh, just a couple of other of note guest stars that would be on episodes of this. Um, Paul Rudd was on yes. about 16 episodes. He was great. Uh, and Elliot Gould my as Jack Geller. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. I love Elliot Gould. Gould. I love Elliot so Gould. good. He's, he's fantastic. And he's he the was, best. 22 episodes is all he was in yeah. of the 234, mm-hmm. but it's Elliot Gould, man. Um, um, yeah. And uh, Giovanni Rabisi as yes. Frank Buffet Jr., mm-hmm. Phoebe's yep. little brother. 
Yep. He was um, hilarious. Oh my god. He was gosh. wow. He was also in an early episode as a kid uh mm-hmm. who um what is it? He uh and he accidentally threw like a condom into Phoebe's guitar case while she was playing instead of a coin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Hey, it was I need funny that seeing back. that. <laughs> is, is Giovanni Ribisi considered a character actor, or is would, he is he an actor actor? I mean, what do you whatever the opposite of the character I actor think, is? I think he is well, both. He's one of those that can do both so well. Typically, I think so. like typically character actor is somebody who isn't a leading person, right? Like he's never really been a, he's always played at least supporting actor, you know, mm-hmm. like I don't think he's ever been a lead. Maybe in the other sister, he was. I was gonna say, like that's like I cannot. That's the only thing I like. That's the first thing that I saw him in, and that's all I've got. Like so, every time he shows up, and he's like the unobtainium, and I'm like, I'm really proud of how much you've done with your life. You're doing (laughs) a great job, buddy. Mm -hmm. See, look at you leading this whole company. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) He uh, gone in sixty seconds. Unobtainium. That's yeah. Gone in sixty seconds is one I remember him from. And then he was in a movie. I love it. It's it's a little bit underseen, but it's called Basic. It's um, I remember that directed by John McTiernan. It's got uh, it was the Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson, right? uh, John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson. Ah, that's it, yeah. And it was the first time they were in a movie together since Pulp Fiction. But Rabisi's in that. And I always remember him from that because I read, like, behind the scenes. He's very method. And yeah. And mm-hmm. he has to spend a good majority of his screen time in that movie in a hospital bed after being, like, brought in uh, from a training exercise gone bad in the military. And he didn't bathe for a lot of that because, okay. like, his character wouldn't have been bathed. So apparently that was a thing, and I'm like, okay, dude, you're you can just gross. You're just you can shower. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but the episode that we watched of Friends did have a guest star, and yeah, there's yeah, only seven credits in this episode yeah. um, because we don't go. So the episode doesn't. Uh, it takes place only in Monica's apartment and in Joey's apartment. That's it. We don't go to Central Park. Um, we're just there. But our special guest star is none other than Brad Pitt. Yeah. And sure uh, NBC did try <laughs> to, while they were promoting the episode, not let on who it was. Um, they would blur his face in promos and like never show him, never mention the name and anything. But he was married to Jennifer Aniston at the time. So there was all sorts of rumor that he was going to be in an episode. And I think it was uh, Entertainment Weekly, like, said predicted this was the episode he was going to show up in and they were right um but this episode is at uh at thanksgiving and brad pitt plays will a friend of monica's from high school who she hasn't seen since high school and he like monica was a fat kid in high school mm-hmm. yeah. um and that's that's how they introduce him so you remember will yeah no he was he was the fat kid you know i was his thin friend which is saying something. It's Monica saying that. Um, and then a lot of that has not aged. That has no. Great. Yeah. That, no. Like, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. And it kept going, and you're just like, oh <clears throat> yeah. man. Yeah. My two worst enemies, Rachel Green and <laughs> complex carbohydrates. Stop. But Hopefully he yeah. will. Will hated Rachel because Rachel made his life hell in high school, and he was friends with Ross, and he was friends with Monica. Um, Chandler doesn't know him. Uh, Phoebe obviously doesn't know him, and Joey doesn't know him. Um, but we were introduced to him when he just shows up, and of course, huge reaction from the studio audience is great. Huge. But Brad Pitt is really good in this. He's got just an effortless mm-hmm. cool about him, but he's also like his Brad Pitt's comedic timing is really good. Oh, he's great. and and so he just fit right in with the the, the like kind of back and forth snappy nature of the show in my opinion like he just slid yeah. right in and it was perfect when he comes he in fell with the pie, into he fell into friends as a character on the show would be like yeah. mm-hmm. you feel like yeah. this is a character on the show who's interacting with the friend group yeah yeah i mean the first thing he says is like he he hands monica a pie and he's like it's sugar free it's gluten free it's cholesterol free you know it's it's dairy free it's terrible. Throw it out. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. <dude. It's> terrible. <laughs> and like, I always when feel bad for. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Charlie. No, no, no. Go ahead. 
I was going to take bad. us on a left turn a little bit. I always feel bad for Brad Pitt during this phase of his career because he is very attractive, uh-huh. sure, uh-huh. but he's a fantastic actor. And mm-hmm. much like Leonardo DiCaprio, I right. feel like <laughs> they both got screwed on just having gorgeous just faces. Like, shh, shh, just, it's like, just, just shut pretty. up. It's okay. Let me act. I want to act. No, I want you pretty. to. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, we're going to make yeah. sure every joke is about how gorgeous you are. It's like, but I'm an actor. And it's Travis, you've said this before. Brad Pitt is a, a character actor with a leading man's face. And yeah. you see yeah. that like this era isn't even peak Brad Pitt. I don't no. think we've even mm-hmm. seen peak Brad Pitt even yet now. I think he's got more to do. I think oh, yeah. Brad Pitt's going to be flipping Paul Newman level. Awesome at seventy five, and you're oh, gonna be like, sure. that's peak Brad Pitt. <laughs> he gets better with age, like Matt Damon. They both get better with age. Anyway, the, the thing that makes the the thing that's so good about him though is that he gets it, and he steers into mm-hmm. the skate. Like he's not afraid to do that because the jokes when he walks in and like Monica, uh, you know, introduces him to Chandler, <laughs> and Chandler so just good. stands up. It's so good because he's like, I'm not gonna shake your hand. Because uh, I'm watching really the, game, the game, and I'm pretty sure my ego couldn't handle standing next if we stood next to each other. Probably better like, if we don't <laughs> stand next to each other. Yeah, it's it's just, better. If we don't and then stand she's there. like, "She's like, oh, you look so good," and he's like, "Yeah, you look great." And he's like, "I'm watching the game. I'm, I'm right not here." Because <laughs> uh, he shows up for Thanksgiving. Chandler is pretending to watch the football game so he doesn't have to help Monica set anything up. Genius. Which move. is like that's fair. The so. <laughs> Because she asks Phoebe to fold the napkins. So Phoebe <laughs> starts folding the napkins in half. She's like, no, no, no. you got to fold them like little swans. Remember? Like I showed you in Chris- at Christmas. And Phoebe goes, oh, yeah. It's all come screaming back to me. <laughs> and I'm more Monica than I really want to admit to anyone. Like I, 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 I aspire to Martha Stewart and the effortless elegance of entertaining. But I am just a control freak like Monica. <laughs> It's fine. The, um, and then when Phoebe finds out that what Chandler is doing, she's like, I want in on that. And mm-hmm. immediately talks about wanting to watch the football game. But then as soon as she sees Will, I love her reactions. Constantly. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> like, there is no looking up, up at heaven. Good job. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what was the, the one line later on was like, just take off your shirt and tell us. Just take off your shirt and tell us. <laughs> so good. Thank you, Phoebe. Thank what, you from all of us. The more I, I watch something like Friends, though, the more I realize all six characters, like none of them are that bad. They all have something about them that just like makes them the unsung hero of any particular episode. Like... Mm-hmm. I don't think of Phoebe first, but then I'll watch an episode like this. And she had me in stitches this oh episode. So well, I so. think it's what we talked about earlier. The fact that they, you know, negotiated as a group to get the same pay and the writers made sure to highlight everybody. Like, this yeah. is the episode that shows you, like, everybody gets a time to shine mm-hmm. and no one outshines the other. Like, they all yeah. shine in equal brightness in different parts. And it's yeah. really well done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's this, a beat. this whole scene. Oh, go ahead. Uh, oh, sorry. Nope. This this whole scene blew my mind because you know Chandler's watching football and that's like his get out of work free card because mm-hmm. he's watching football. Which is you think, oh, that's what a wonderful fictional scenario. I've seen this play out at the Thanksgiving in real life. Yeah, like a husband's on the couch and everybody's doing stuff and like watching the game. It's like. Dude, I don't even live here, and I'm cleaning dishes. Like, what is <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, and I just had all kinds of flashback. I was triggered a little bit right then. I'm like, what the crap is wrong with people? Um, so the the main part of the show is is um, Will and his dislike of Rachel, and then we learn that he and Ross were in the I Hate Rachel Green Club together. That they created mm-hmm. with uh, the exchange student from Ty, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I love when that gets revealed because then Ross, Ross of course has to go into his like damage protection, you know, damage control mm-hmm. mode. And it gets that's... so good though because this is when Rachel's pregnant, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and there's the part when Brad Pitt finds out that Rachel is having Ross's. Ba- you got you got her pregnant, yeah, and you're not going to marry her. No. Oh, high five. 
<laughs> yes, <laughs> ultimate diss. Yes. Yeah. So good. Yeah, even her. before, even before that, the you dated her. We had a pact. And Ross is like, that was like a billion years ago. Yeah, and Brad Pitt's like, like what do you think last... eternity means? <laughs> 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 and just the. It's... When Will first sees Rachel and he just is seething as he's talking to Ross, just seething at her, like literally mouthing, I hate you. And, she's and Rachel like, sees. Smoldering. Yeah, yeah she's mm-hmm. really got that she, smolder on lock. She's just so <laughs> completely unaware. It's great. Um, and then we find out that uh, that the two of them started a rumor about Rachel Aww. in high school, uh, mm-hmm. which also, uh, little, I mean, <clears throat> little weird, but at the same time, like it's not, when you, yeah, it's when, not the worst when you place it in its time, it makes a lot more sense. But I mean, they, I feel like it's something that like high school a, a high schooler do. today would still maybe oh. do. It's not, you know. That we're not like yeah. saying this was a great thing to do. <laughs> like it's fine. No. Well, again, yeah, that's the point. They're not trying yeah. to glamorize this. Yeah. They're like, no, this is a jerk move. They had to make up something. You have to make up something slightly offensive, or the joke doesn't play. But the uh, then when Rachel reveals that she spread information about Ross, mm. then he you know made out with the fifty year old librarian, mm-hmm. which <sighs> that the guy, reaction was all. <laughs> No, there was but, a lot. But Ross's reaction to it is so good because he just stands up and in that that high pitched squeal that he gets, you know, is you you told people. <laughs> no, his first was reaction true. was, "How did you know that?" Oh yeah, how Not did you know did that? You know. That's what it was. But can, and, okay, I got to back up for just a second. The, yeah, when they dropped the rumor that Rachel. <laughs> Had mm-hmm. both male and female parts, oh, and it's like yeah. it, every Rachel didn't you know, heard? and Monica's like yeah. everybody knew. Chandler stands up, and it's like everyone at my school heard that you were the hermaphrodite <laughs> cheerleader from Long Island. <laughs> that got me so hard. That was a lot. That was good. It was a lot. Uh, like, LOL there. It's again. It's the delivery too. It's mm-hmm. it's Matthew Perry's just like everyone mm-hmm. at my school knew about that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Uh, so but then the librarian thing, like, oh, oh my yeah. gosh. And the fact <laughs> that kept going, that wasn't a deeper, rumor. Deeper. Rachel's like, no, I, I saw you guys. Like, I'm not making that <laughs> one up. Uncomfortable. Well, and then it's, you know, wait, but she was 50. Well, she didn't look 50. Did she look 16? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they find the picture of her. She doesn't photograph well. Like, it's just yeah. Yeah. Again, everything. Phoebe's reaction. Phoebe's reaction of, oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Or what was the other one? Uh, Didn't she walk with a cane? Only when it was camp. (laughs) Anita was very gentle and tender. (laughs) The gentle and tender was too much for me. (laughs) This is over the top. (laughs) Uh, uh, As someone who was desperately in love with a high school teacher. Uh, it, it was uncomfortable. I'm like, no, mm. fine. Of course, by the end of the episode, everything smooths over and and everyone's fine again. Um, but there was also the bead plot of Monica wasn't going to make a turkey for Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. Phoebe is a vegetarian; she doesn't eat turkeys. Um, Chandler doesn't eat Thanksgiving food. Yeah, because of his whole family thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rachel has her poultry aversion because of her pregnancy. Right. Which is but Joey insists. Yeah, and Joey insists that she make her. a turkey. You have to make a turkey. There was a deleted scene where, uh, or a deleted part of the scene where he keeps going on talking. Because uh, Phoebe says something like, well, turkeys are beautiful, majestic animals. And he's like, no, they're stupid, and they're ugly, and they're delicious. Ugly and delicious. And it keeps going at that point. He's like, uh, he says, uh, eating turkeys at Thanksgiving is a tradition. Going all the way back to the first Thanksgiving with the Indians and the Cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) And Rachel's like, oh, yeah, that's right. When they had that rodeo on Plymouth Rock. (laughs) I will say, I will say, I feel like eating turkey is kind of a self-defense, quite frankly. They are just dinosaurs. Yes. I do have wild turkeys Mm -hmm. in my backyard and I love them very much. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I know that in a heartbeat they would 
they would they yeah. would murder me. They're basically oh, yeah. rafters. Mm-hmm. They could figure out open doors. Uh, oh yeah, be, I'll send dead. you guys the picture of them at my house. It's a <laughs> lot. But so there's Joey, gonna be a, a turkey you can find that's less than 19 pounds, you know. Especially well, if you're which, buying so but, close to Thanksgiving. Well, so that was my. I was thinking the opposite, right? Is it's that close to Thanksgiving? You're in New <laughs> York City. Huge ones are available, yeah. right? You know what I mean? It's yeah. not, you know. So maybe it's the 90s. But it's also time. Monica, and she's not gonna half-ass cooking anything. So also no, that's true. and she's and it's a little spite. Fine. Mm-hmm. If I had to cook this turkey, I'm going to cook all the turkey. But uh, <laughs> young, young version of me, very much identified with Joey in the eating department, um, because it's just it's just a bottomless pit. Because he sits <laughs> down, and when she uncovers uh, Chandler's chicken, and he makes fun of the smallness of the turkey, and she goes, "No, no, no!" and sets down the turkey. <laughs> He's like, no, that's "She's like, oh. how how big is that? Nineteen pounds? It's like me when I was born." <laughs> uh but he does he eats it all the the post credits uh denouement of this episode is joey finishing off the turkey because he had to Af- go he had, he had to, to leave halfway pants. through he had to leave oh, halfway through to go get his Cause jeans have no give i should have known better <laughs> he's not wrong he's it was proud. also it was also yeah. a very good callback to the beginning of the episode when they're mm-hmm. in Joey's apartment and Phoebe shows up with her maternity clothes for Rachel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Including the maternity pants. And when <laughs> Joey comes back, wait, those are my maternity pants. No, they're my Thanksgiving pants. Yeah. <laughs> Pro move. It's very mm-hmm. good. Very well done. But the pie yeah, part like of that, it was the one them. that got me. Oh, my after, gosh. After yeah. he's eaten, because yeah. he starts getting the meat I mean, sweats. Gets the meat and then sweats. he turns, yes. what's it? What's it? Is it a pie you got going on? Yeah, just a little sliver, and it's just bigger. Just a little bigger. What what are you? (laughs) Are you afraid you're going to run out? Cut me a real piece. (laughs) Because Tribbiani's know how to eat. Yeah, they do. All right? It might not be that smart. There's actually science behind it, like this whole thing. And I, I don't remember all the science behind it, but when I was little, I told my mom I had two stomachs. Because I would be yeah. full from dinner, but then it would be time for dessert, and I'd be like, "Yeah, hook me mm-hmm. up." Be like, "I thought yep. you were full." No, I have a dessert stomach. Let's exactly. Go. <laughs> yeah, there's a little pocket inside yeah. every human <laughs> stomach that you can put a piece of pie in. Yeah. Like yep. Some, some pudding or ice cream. A little pie-shaped yeah. stomach hole right yeah. there. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I just I love also, the I love oh, the image of him like getting halfway through it before going to change pants and he just turns the turkey around and you see the other half of the turkey. I was like, that was, that was choice. I also love him showing up and Monica's, he's got a bag of chips that he's just eating out of. And Monica's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? He's like, listen, let me tell you about the human body. Okay. (laughs) Eating chips is like stretching. (laughs) It's the warm up. It's the mm-hmm. warm up. Listen, it, yeah, that is not the traditional Thanksgiving warm up, though. No, yeah, I'm no, gonna no. not chips. <laughs> what is the traditional uh, Thanksgiving warm up? I mean, we I usually like my house. We usually have like assorted, yeast rolls, assorted cheeses. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. You know what I, I mean? Gotcha. Olives yeah. off the table. Mm-hmm. Don't eat the olives on the table. I'm gonna eat all the mm-hmm. olives off the table. <laughs> yeah. No, those, those are they're <laughs> on the mom. table. They're getting eaten. Mom, that's basically girl dinner. I need you to understand. <laughs> I'm just going to eat these olives. <laughs> or the seasonal bowl of mixed nuts. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the episode. It's very simple, uh, but it is hilarious. I laughed mm-hmm. out loud multiple times uh, oh, at yeah. this. I forgot how funny this show could be. Um, I wish it wasn't 234 episodes because I would try to binge it, but it might be the kind of thing that I could it's the type of show that I can throw on for background. You just put it on, yeah. Yeah. You don't. There's no because overarching all you need are like some of the cues, mm-hmm. and you'd be like, mm-hmm. "No, I know, yeah. I know where we're at." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which one's this one? Oh, it's the one with Mr. Heckles. <laughs> <laughs> it was also smart of oh, them Mr. to do that with the naming of the the episodes because it's a sitcom, so you don't put the title of the episode in it anyway. Mm-hmm. So to yeah. give the official titles all be the one about or the one with yeah. was yeah. really brilliant. Um, I didn't know I, that was a thing with Friends. <laughs> like, I've seen that yeah. modern shows, like, they do that sometimes as, like, a gag. 
But I didn't realize that Friends originated yeah. the whole, the one with the whatever yeah. uh, episode yep. title scheme. That was fantastic. I will say I was kind of bummed that we didn't get anything at Central Perk just because that's such an iconic location for the show mm-hmm. with them sitting on that couch. Um, but, but yeah. But overall, I again, not the best Thanksgiving episode, but there really isn't a bad Thanksgiving episode of Friends. No. Um, and yeah. when I saw this one with Brad Pitt, I was like, oh, this is this is too good not to kick off mm-hmm. the holiday season with. Yeah. Sure. So well, and again, uh, you talk about quality of t- we talk about quality of TV and seasons and stuff. This is season eight of ten, and we're sitting here talking about how freaking funny it was, yeah, and how well done it I was. I actually like, think they got like, not that the early episodes aren't funny, but they really they really honed in. Mm-hmm. Like especially, I th- I think especially like Joey and Phoebe, who were maybe in the beginning more sidey, charactery a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they they were the comedy relief characters, even though Chandler's yeah. the funny one, right? But they were like the ridiculous ones. I think they really, they really yeah. made them into real people. Mm-hmm. They did, um, and that was the best part of think about the show was it was the ensemble nature and the fact that they all felt like because they were friends off camera, they all felt like friends on camera, and yeah. so you yeah. you enjoyed yeah. seeing it. And they they would have you know silly sitcom disputes and problems but it still always fit the feel of the show so yeah Yeah. uh that's that's friends that's kicking off our holiday week or holiday uh season um which has been uh, as long as we want it to be it will be yeah we'll just mm -hmm. till we holidays forever Mm -hmm. um but yeah i I don't think i really need to ask if y'all are going to be watching more friends because i think I think it'll it'll hit I, TVs at some. I already point. did. I put it on, and then yeah. it's on Max, so it just auto plays. And so yeah. I did watch like five episodes. It's I was gonna say. I, I'll tell you this. Uh, I a lot of the shows have been like I go back and watch them, you know. And but this is when I was talking to Stephanie about this episode. She's like, "We just that's gonna be a thing. We sit down and watch. So we might actually go through Friends. Nice. Uh, might be when mm. I actually sit down to watch, and we're like, like how we went through The Office at one point. Probably do." friends i could yeah. see us actually meeting in the middle on that one is something we both can enjoy and like i said we're in the middle of it now so yeah <laughs> definitely yeah. we'll be watching more yeah it's and it all being on max and being able to mm-hmm. just kind of throw it on and you don't have to sit like i am the type of person that like a lot of the shows that i watch i watch i sit and i yeah I get into so it's harder for me to have that kind of just like on in the background tv it's got to be mm-hmm. something like this where it can just – or it's got to be like Psych, which I've watched five times through, that I can just throw it on and, and pick up parts of it. So, yeah. Um, but that's Friends. Now, Audie, what do you got uh, what do you got going for us next time? Any ideas? Yeah. Before we get to that, do we have any feedback? Yeah, I was going to say. We can do oh, some yeah. feedback. We got yeah. an email. You want me to read we the email? email? Yes, please read the email. Go for it. it. comes from our friend Julia. Some people may know her uh, better <laughs> than me, Travis, and Amy do. Uh, <laughs> Just a little bit. Audie. Just uh, a little bit. So Julia writes, love the show, and those were the days too. <laughs> I have watched <laughs> Friends as a show since I was a kid, watching it with my sisters and dad as part of must-see TV. Watching the series finale in my college dorm freshman year and have seen every episode about 30 to 50 times can quote every one. Adi got me all 10 seasons on DVD for a birthday one year and is still one of my favorite presents. We're watching it through together right now on streaming and he barely contains his eye rolls over me saying the lines out loud ahead of the actors. I feel also, better about myself. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yes. Also, streaming cuts the extra scenes that are on the DVDs and I miss them every time. Why do they do that? Uh, Julia says Thanksgiving episodes are so fun and some of the best ones love the rumor one but the Thanksgiving one the best Thanksgiving one is the one where Ross got high I wasn't supposed to put meat in the trifle I love Jacques Cousteau I want I want to go Uh, that's what she said I couldn't read that I'm not good at email so put that one on the list for next year Uh, Julia thank you Julia for the email funny Mm -hmm. enough I told my friend at work to mead that we were doing Friends tonight, and he said, what episode are you doing? I said, the, the one where Brad Pitt shows up. He said, that one's so good. And then he said, 
but what about the trifle one? And I was like, what <laughs> And he was yeah, like, that's the watch. best Lady episode. fingers and then pudding and then mm-hmm. a layer of ground beef and peas <laughs> and then mashed potatoes. <laughs> that was so good. As someone who regularly brings trifle to events, um, that one hurt me. But also make shepherd's pie. It was just. Oh, yeah. Those would not be next near each other in the cookbook. No, no, they would not. That's yeah, all. No. They just wouldn't. That's my only problem with that episode. They wouldn't be near each other. But it was fun. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was feedback from to me and Julia. I also asked uh, just a group of people at work. I was like doing friends. Any other? Basically, everyone said I love that show. They didn't give me any sentimental memories like Julia did. Uh, but my friend Alex said he's never laughed more at a TV show than the pivot moving stuff. Oh my god! Uh, so we've all done it. Mm-hmm. We've all done it. Yes. Yeah, it's very relatable. <laughs> so anyway, it was it it was a good it was a good show. And we're all of that show. age. Like once we've seen it, like you can't move a couch and not have somebody yeah, say pivot. Just, yeah, for no particular yeah, reason. But I just... saw I saw in this the year of our Lord twenty twenty three. I saw it was a photo <laughs> of a car in a stairwell. I don't know how it happened, right? But it's just a car in a stairwell, and then wow. it just says on it pivot. Like <laughs> just no further. <laughs> Information and that's all you need. That's all you need that's to know. That's beautiful. We've got, um, it. We've oh. got that. So good. I, one last thing about the show is I think, well, uh, you know, you can do the whole personality test of which which friend yeah, yeah. are you. But the I got, thing... I got. There was a BuzzFeed quiz today. It was pick, build a charcuterie plate, and we'll tell you which friend you are. And I was like, what? <laughs> wow. Okay. The, okay, BuzzFeed. The what thing that that. Okay? that <laughs> I, the thing that I noticed though watching it is like you can identify with all six of them at some point. Like oh, I yeah. can find myself being any one of the six of them at any given point, which is I think what makes it work. There mm-hmm. isn't they're all individuals, they're all very unique, but there's something about all of them that's relatable. Yeah. So it's good 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 stuff. Uh all mm-hmm. right, so now Audie. Okay. What do you got coming up for us? <laughs> so, we're doing a Thanksgiving episode next week. Awesome. And I'm doing it. I'm pulling it. We're watching The West Wing. Oh, <laughs> oh snap! Season 2, episode 8, Shibboleth. All oh, right. Boy. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to talk about it next week. <laughs> Get ready. I'm I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I am ready. Uh, like, cool. I'm ar- already thinking about the artwork for this one. Two of us are going to be turkeys, I think. So, <laughs> <laughs> just wait. Awesome. Uh, now we record live uh, Monday nights at Twitch.tv/slash Two Dorks TV. You can come hang out with us uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time um, and uh, let us know about classic television, uh, whether it be the episode we are watching or if you have suggestions. Mm-hmm. Throw them in there, too. We'd love to see you there. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Those Days Show. Um, we are also, uh, we have an email address, so you can be like Julia and, and uh, send us an email at thosewerethedaysshow at gmail.com. Um, we love your feedback, so please send it to us. Uh, I'm I am on a bunch of other social media platforms as TV's Travis. You can find me any of those if Twitter isn't your thing. Um, how about uh, the rest of you, Stephen? You you're on a few of those, right? Yeah, I'm Here on all there. the things. It's Steve H and H. You can find me. Uh, so get yeah, I'm everywhere. All right, Amy. How about you? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm most places as Daniora D A N I O R A. Awesome. And Audie? Yep. You can find me as the Audie Norman. Excellent. Excellent. Also, look for Audie's amazing artwork so that he does this week. for all these episodes. So and this, this week, this week you, you so outdid even yourself. It was yeah, amazing. It was, I could not do I, it. I, I, I yeah. legit want a print of that to put right here on my wall because yeah. like, it's not That's just right, great yeah. friends' artwork. It's great us artwork mm-hmm. that I just this it's how I imagine us hanging out if we were not in these four TVs trapped mm-hmm. forever inside the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we would do. At Someday, some point, we'll get there. at some point, the four of us will be in the same room it together. It will happen. We'll figure and it out. When it is, we are going to recreate that on a couch and <laughs> chair. I I I'm saying it now. It will happen, and we will get a well, photo. As long as it means that. I get to actually eat a cookie, I'm yeah. in. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's you get a cookie. Audie I get a did cup the of right coffee, thing. Everything's mm-hmm. gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be perfect. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. Well, definitely come back next week because the West Wing this is going to be uh, oh, interesting yeah. to talk about. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's yeah. and, it's on uh, Max for anybody wondering. Okay, sweet. Thank you. And then uh, and join us, you know, throughout the rest of uh, the next probably two months as we go over holiday episodes Various of all sorts holidays. of stuff. Various mm-hmm. holiday so episodes. Um, <laughs> and that's that's what's coming up. So this has been friends, and uh, I don't know how to wrap this up because no. endings are hard. So I'm just yeah. going to say yeah. that uh, thank you all uh, for coming <laughs> along on this journey. And uh, yeah, find know where your friends are. Enjoy it, and uh, and just be. I got I got nothing. Be good. Got, be <laughs> you good. And, you I and got nothing. Peter Jackson have a lot in common. Uh, Return of the King called. They need some help. All right. No, Return of the King had too many endings. I can't think of an ending. Just bye, everybody. Bye. Typical Travis, <laughs> King of Travis World. I hit the button. It's is it over? There we go. <laughs> We're pros, people. Batman <laughs> <laughs>